What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Backpacking Podcast. John Kelly here with my good friend, Jeremiah Stringer, the king of Kentucky backpacking, the prince of the outdoors. Yeah, man. Mr. Jeremiah, how are we, buddy? Great. I dressed up for the occasion. Look at this. You must be like one of those classy teachers. If you're coming straight from school and you look like that, you're a classy teacher, aren't you? Well, we we can wear jeans on Wednesdays if we wear a warrior shirt, and we can wear jeans for casual Fridays. So I try to dress now, up. When you, when you say a warrior shirt, are you saying like um, like a Viking outfit or like <laughs> like a loincloth or something? I mean, what is what is what is a warrior shirt? Well. Honestly, I'm pretty loose with the definition because I want to be able to wear the jeans. But technically, you need to wear some school merch. You know, oh, anything school that school merch. Yeah, it could be supporting academic team, could be football, could be beta club, could be whatever you want, as long as it is our uh, school and it's showing some school spirit. But I try to I try to do like a polo on Mondays because like let's be honest, Monday that's the hardest day at work. Fridays is the easiest. And then Tuesdays and Thursdays, try to dress up a little bit. So, got a sport coat on today, and a uh, little little button up. I like that. I like that. You know, last week we talked about our favorite backpacking apps, and I thought it was a little interesting how out of the box you kind of went with that whole thing. Uh, yeah, with the Google you, you Translate did, too. You did Google Translate in there. Yeah, and also I wanted to tell you, I, I went through our comments from the last episode, and thank you for all the people that are checking it out on YouTube and commenting, interacting with us. Um, I, I read through them and I responded to them, and one person said, "Oh, they sent me a message. They sent me an Instagram message and said you forgot the best app of all. You know what it is? No. What's the best app of them all? This was." Um, was it Thomas Taylor, I believe? Yeah, CalTopo. Oh, yeah, I, I know CalTopo, yeah. Okay, well, he sent me several messages um, about the app and some different information. And he also said, and I quote, all trail sucks in every way, but... Yeah, he said it's a great place to get current conditions like the snow melted like has the snow melted yet Uh, but those maps are trash they use and inaccurate so he said cal topo cal topo was best i still got to respond to his message but thank you thomas taylor for uh, listening in you know and and cal topo is an old school app like it's been around for a while um it's definitely it's it's I don't know if it's as feature rich as some mm. of the ones we talked about, but it's it's a good app. I've used it before. I found it a little more difficult to use than say Gaia and some of the others, but it's a good app. Well, if you never want to get lost again, go back and listen to last week's episode because uh, we'll we'll save you a lot of headache on there if you'll check it out. Yeah, well, a lot of people who know me well know that I have this obsession with knives. Uh-huh. I just I like knives, and my son, my birthday was like yesterday. And so my son wanted to get me a knife really bad. And, and so he got me this little uh, Ozark trail knife. I love the handle. Yeah, that's why he bought it, because he thought the handle <laughs> looked cool. But just a little uh, full tang kind of camping blade, you know. thought that was kind of nice. Just like that, you know, we got I- demonetized. Showing yeah, weapons. What's that? Just like that, we got demonetized on YouTube, showing weapons on screen. 
No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think it'll be okay. It's, it's definitely not a weapon. It is definitely not a weapon. But uh, I just thought it was cool. My, my daughter, of course, she bought me something girls like. She bought me a candle that smells like fruit and stuff, um, which I still, you know, it's my daughter. I'm thankful regardless. But my son, my son knows me now. And he knows my my love language is sharp metallic objects, so <laughs> I uh, I just thought that was cool. I just wanted to show that to you. I just I don't know why. Just wanted to show it. Now that's a masculine love language if I've ever seen one. Exactly. That is my son too. Let me tell you, the boy, the boy's already like I think next year we're gonna get him his first BB gun. Oh, it's a good way to start. So yeah, it's it's all it's all starting. It's all starting. We're going to make a country boy out of him yet. It's going to be great. (laughs) So, uh, so, okay. So Jeremiah, a few years ago, I, uh, I hiked the Sheltoe Trace. I mean, I've talked about before. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that did not go well for me the first, uh, I guess it was after the first four or five days, besides the weather, um, was I had a power bank that died. And when it happened, I was kind of screwed. Like I, I had no way to charge my phone, um, no way to charge my headlamp, just all the different things that I was using. I couldn't do it. And so we had to come off the trail so that I could find a place to charge my power bank and all that kind of stuff. And so today what we're going to do, and this is this was at my suggestion, I think Jeremiah put it on the on a list that we have, but I want to talk about power banks today. I want to talk about um, making sure that when you're on trail, because whether people like to admit it or not, most of us, I'd say 95% of us take some powered form of electronics with us when we go out on trail and being able to recharge that, that item is vitally important. So I want to talk about those today, if that's okay with you. Yeah. And I'll tell you, i I, the reason why I put it on the show notes was because I, I think I was scrolling through Facebook and I've, I've seen this story of the Anchor, let me read it here, Anchor 535, 20,000 milliamp hour power bank. There was a recall on them. Did you know about this? Really? Which one is it? It's the Anchor 535, 20,000 milliamp hour. And uh, I think that these were just exploding. I think they were exploding and burning people. And uh, that was leading to a recall. Now, I could the just be talking. 535? Oh, dude. Let's see here. Yeah, yeah. And also, um, that was complete misinformation. Um, I didn't read that they were exploding. I was just saying that to, to get views. But um, it says that <laughs> it, it says that there is a recall on these. And uh, it says from October 22 to January 23rd. I think if you bought it then from Target or Amazon or Anchor or eBay, then really? you need to return it to anchor it says 42,000 anchor power bank chargers have been recalled because the lithium ion batteries inside can overheat which poses a fire hazard and says they're three inches wide uh three by six by one so that's a pretty hefty power bank just anyway you know that's insane that's absolutely insane so that's why i thought about the power banks you know because i i'm using a night core power bank right now actually i got a bunch i have a bunch of them well, I've got, I've got, I've got a Nightcore. I've got, well, I've, I've got a bunch sitting here in front of me right now, but there's one brand, and we'll talk about it in a second that I that I basically stand by all day long, no questions asked. 
you know. I got um go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. I I was just gonna say my goal for this episode, if people are wondering why are we doing an episode on power banks, my goal is to number one, hopefully show you some things that make your life easier when it comes to backpacking and energy. Because this is the energy episode. And we'll try to power. That's right. We'll try to be powerful and energetic about it. But hopefully I got some power banks that people haven't used and it works better than theirs. And uh, we can also give you some good information that's going to help you out on the trail. That's my goal. I don't. Uh, yeah. Well, I think it's also knowing how much power you need to take with you based on the trip, too. That's really important. Um, you can have a 20,000 milliamp power bank, but for a two night trip, that could be overkill and a lot of extra weight, as much as half a pound. And uh, we all know what a pound feels like at the end of the day if it's extra. <laughs> Do you know the actual conversion? on the the cell phone like we've talked about this before because somebody had left me a comment on my youtube channel because i had posted a video saying you know if your phone has an, a battery that's four thousand milliamp hours that's the capacity then you would just yeah. have to divide the capacity of the battery you know your whatever you're taking anchor or whatever power bank divide it by the capacity of the battery in the phone and that'll tell you how many times you charge it and it turns out that is not the way you calculate it now, I don't remember how you calculate it, so if you know, comment it, please. But um, I was curious if you knew or if we should look that up because I'm sure there's a website that you just type it in and it's like, oh, this will charge your phone 3.78 times. I think I'll do that while we're sitting here talking, if that's okay with you. Yeah, and while you're Googling that, I was going to show you what I'm currently using. This, oh, yeah, I would like to see that. If, if anybody's watching, then obviously you can see what this is. But if you're not, it's called the Nightcore Energy Brick NB10,000. 10,000 meaning 10,000 milliamp hours. And, oh, you got the exact same one. So right here. this thing, I absolutely loved that it had a USB-C and like a standard USB. What, what is it called like the regular USB? A USB-A. USB-A. Okay, so it has yeah, a USB-C USB-A. and a USB-A. And I thought, you know, this is super compact. It's pretty light. This would be great. And then I tried it. It, it has on top. It shows you how many, like, kind of the percentage using some uh, LED lights. And I got to say, this thing sucks. Um, it, I've taken it on two trips, yes. and it's died both trips. <laughs> and I say, if I'm going on anything more than an overnighter, then I'm not taking this thing anymore because – I can't. I want to be able to charge my phone a couple of times. I want to be able to charge my headlamp, and I want to be able to charge my Garmin inReach. And those are my like main things that are going to die. Now, possibly, I know some people don't like this, um, and if you don't like it, well, you can you know hike your own hike, to say it nicely. But I use wireless headphones. I use AirPods, and sometimes the case you have to recharge those as well. So if you have four electronics on trail, I feel like ten thousand milliamp hours would get me through. Maybe I'm just uh, overusing it, but the last trip, I was just trying to charge my phone, and it died before I charged my phone twice. And I have the iPhone 15 Pro Max, which I'm sure has a big battery. But come on, man. Well, Jeremiah, let me show you something interesting about mine. I don't know if you can see this or not. I'm I'm actually going to take off my manual focus here and put me in autofocus for a second. Oh, yeah. Okay, see if it'll... 
Oh, yeah, it's focusing you in. You see which two lights are on for the battery The charge? middle two lights. <laughs> and and look at mine. Since since I got this thing, since I got this thing, Jeremiah, yeah, it never lights up all four of the lights. Mine either. Charge it. Mine won't light up the uh, the light closest to the USB ports. Is this is this the episode where we yeah, just that's complain? Exact, that's exactly the same as mine. Um, what the heck, Anchor? Everything I bought are not Anchor, but Nightcore. Everything I bought from them, I've loved all of it. Yeah. You dropped the ball on this one. Yeah. And, and the thing that's sad is this is one of the lightest. Like, this is 10,000 milliamps, and it weighs, like, just a few ounces. Yeah, and it's carbon fiber it's super print. It's light. It looks sleek. Yeah. It's thin. Everything about it except for the actual use of it is great. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> so what I'm saying. It's, it's a really it's a really not good um power bank now I, let's let's talk power banks for just a second and just kind of like from our personal use what do if i was to say jeremiah you're doing an overnight backpacking trip what kind of um what do they call it is it kilowatt hours or whatever milliamp hours or milliamp hours milliamp yeah. hours right yeah um how many do you think you need for an overnight trip for an overnight five thousand That'll charge my phone, and if my headlamp is fully charged before I get out there, should be good to go. And if I have yeah. camera equipment, ten thousand will probably get the job done. It'll recharge a battery too. Yeah, yeah. And I would say most of us, if we're just doing it overnight, a one camera battery is going to get us through the night, anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you might or even you bring be using that extra your battery. Yeah. So I mean, five thousand, I think, is is pretty consistent. That that's a that's a good call on that. What would you say for a weekend or a four day backpacking trip? Well, when Two you get in, three nights, you get into that territory. It depends on how much rechargeable equipment you have. So, like on the long trail, I was doing three or four days, and then you come into town, recharge everything. Three or four days, you know the cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that I took a twenty thousand though. And it always got me through and other people, they can kind of use some of it as well. If you got multiple people with you and you know, you're like, can I top off my phone? You know, that kind of thing. So I think 20,000 and I had a camera, like a point and shoot camera and it, it done. Yeah. It done good for me, but you, the standard person for four days, I would say somewhere from 10 to 20, depending on how much you use your phone and stuff. Yeah. I, w- I was going to say probably for a typical weekend trip, I don't usually take more than a 10,000 because um, you may have to charge your uh, headlamp. Uh, probably won't, but you may have to. And really the only thing you're going to have to charge might be your phone. Uh, typically, typically. Um, but I would say 10,000 typically will get you through a weekend. Even if you do, two- even if you do three nights, a lot of times uh, a 10,000, We'll get it done. But I think once you get past that, you're looking at 20000 regardless. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of have to. And I'll tell you what, uh, the biggest hack I could tell people is if you are going to be out and you're going to have to do like uh, a recharge at some point, you're doing some kind of trail where you got to stop grocery shop and you're going to plug that thing up behind a, a Coke machine or something, then um, – Bring a fast charger, something that gives the maximum amount of wattage 
that is safely allowed. Yeah, so you got one. That one's by Anchor. This one right here from Anchor. I got this one, and it's got the uh, – there are two different kinds they have. There's IQ charging and there's PD charging. I forget what the PD stands for, but both are quicker charging. Um, I don't know what the technologies, I guess, faster charging technologies. So regardless of what your gear is, this thing will pretty much get you charged up really nice. It's got a USB-C charger and a USB-A. What's nice about that is – you can use like say if you're like if I'm using this power bank from Anchor, um, the charge is a USB mini or micro. Mm-hmm. So I can do a USB A to micro for that and charge that, but then use the USB C to charge something else. Like I could go ahead and be charging my phone so that it's charged ahead of time, and uh, I don't have to use a charge from my bank. Or I could charge my headlamp, or I could charge you know whatever else my phone or not my phone my watch. If I need to charge a watch or whatever it is, um, I always tell people bring one of these double chargers. And if not, bring like a triple charger. Because the more things you can get charged right away, the less things you have to charge in your tent or your hammock at night. Mm-hmm. Or like if you're at a hotel the night before, like you got to drive somewhere and you're doing miles the next day, you're going to hit that trailhead early. Like <laughs> like I've, I know you've texted me pictures and you're like, this is this is the night. And you look at the nightstand, and like every USB port is taken. There's like five or six cords. The yeah. whole nightstand's covered up by electronics. Oh yeah, I, I actually bring a multi-tap USB port with me that I can plug into the wall, mm-hmm. just to guarantee that everything's going to be charged. Because you can you can think you remember everything, but you know as well as I do, sometimes you just don't remember, and you've got to get stuff charged. And so if I'm staying in a hotel, I'm typically bringing a multi-tap with me that I can charge everything with. And yeah. uh, making sure everything's at 100% when I leave in the morning. You know, the most common item people forget is the cord. So they'll have, like, yeah. the power bank, and they'll have the phone. I've been there. And then you're asking one of your buddies, Dude. hey, you got an iPhone cord. You know, you got a micro USB. But I'll tell you on – Or 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 you have a cable that goes bad, and you didn't realize it until you're oh, out on yeah. trail. Yeah. I actually <laughs> had an iPhone cable go bad on me, and – um. I had to borrow from somebody. That's that's one of the reasons I'm really excited about the new iPhones having a USB-C on them. Yeah, make everything and, uh, USB-C. Yeah, and and there's there's rumors that the new ev- everything basically coming out is going to be USB-C moving forward, including the um, the AirPods. They're going to have the case for those are going to be USB-C also. Isn't it because they uh, there's some kind of legislation in the UK that said if you're uh, if you're going to sell that kind of technology in the UK that it has to be standardized on the charge port. And so they, they voted as USB-C. Is that right? Yeah, I think there's something about that. And that may not just, it may not just be Europe too. And maybe other places. Cause I think USB-C is becoming a standard, but it's a good standard because it's a faster, uh, it has a faster transmission of information and it's just a better connection. Yeah, dude. Um, it feels more secure when you plug it in, it clicks into place and you know, it's good. Um, I don't know why why Apple fought that one for so long, but I'm glad they're actually coming too now. I've got um, I've got an iPad Pro that is that is USB C, and I'm picking up an iPhone 15. I think in a couple of weeks. So well, you'll that love one's gonna it. have the USB on it too. And with the iPhone 15, you can charge each other's phones. Now I don't know if anybody's ever going to use that. I tried it just to see if it worked, and it did. Yeah. Whoever's phone is more charged, it'll charge the other phone. Like USB-C really? to USB-C. Yeah. So if we were, you know, 
in a, in a pinch and you need to juice up, my phone's a fully charged and yours is dying. I could give you some juice. I wonder if you could charge your AirPods the same way. Yeah, it works on the AirPods too. It works on yeah. all the Apple products, I think. I don't know if I wow. think that your iPad might be able to charge your phone, but your phone might not be able to do the iPad. Because iPad, yeah, I, think I don't think your phone's going to charge an iPad. No, the iPad battery's big. Yeah. So, yeah. but I'll tell you, whenever I was on the Camino, everything was a different plug than the states. Yep. So that's another thing to be aware of. And what I did was just go on Amazon, and um, well, I originally went to Reddit because there's a million subreddits on anything that you need to know. Oh my gosh! And yeah, there is. Somebody's already done everything, so you just got to seek out the information. Uh, but it's also um, a risky place too. I kind of feel like Reddit is the dark alley that you could walk down when it comes to social media. So be careful on there if you <laughs> if you haven't been on yeah. there before. You get your feelings hurt. Yeah, don't go to our ultralight unless you've got thick skin. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, like, you you will get you will get tore up. Now, I do yeah. want to say this: like a lot of people will go out and they'll take these little apple bricks. Oh yeah, those and look think sad. that's going to be good. Yeah. Don't take seriously. I, I can't say it enough. Don't take that as your method of charging your stuff. Don't do that. No. You, you're going to be, be there for hours. Like you're gonna yeah. take several hours off of your day having to do it that way. I think those um, are people only who like... are on through hikes and they're just stopping in town to like uh, resupply, mm-hmm. and they're not spending the night in town. You want one of those fast charge devices because it's gonna go way quicker and it's gonna get it done a whole lot faster. And trust me, you want that because the more hours you're off the trail, that's the less miles you're gonna get on trail, especially if you're doing a long trail. Right, right. And I'll tell you if you if you want to be everybody's best friend. You can do what I did and get uh, a power strip. So, like, if you're doing the Camino in particular or any other trail where you're kind of going hostel to hostel and you know you're going to have an outlet, well, outlets are hard to come by in hostels. So, um, you know, if you have a power strip, everybody else can use that same outlet. You're not just taking up the whole plug. So, I got... um, Let me ask you this. Being in Europe... mm Mm-hmm. What kind of plug did you have to have on your power strip to be able to plug it into the wall? Oh, that yeah, that's what I was going to say. On Reddit, you know, I found some different links to different ones. I checked them out, and you can buy a one that it has, like, sliders on it. So if you're in Australia, you'll slide one slider, and then it puts out whatever the, the mail end is. And if you're yeah. in the European Union, then uh, you can use... You can use that slider. If you're in the U.S., you can use that slider. And so it puts the mail end out. And so you can plug it in pretty much whatever country, you know, that's, that has a slider. And this one in particular, it was a cheapie on Amazon. It was only like 10 15 bucks, But it, had, it has four USB-A ports and a USB-C. So... If you couple- and it had regular outlet ports too, or is it just, uh, just USB ports? Uh, yeah, you can plug in... It has the female end. Uh, the female part is like universal, so it does. It didn't really matter what what country, as long as it was one of the sliders. It didn't really matter. You could just plug okay. into the side of it. So That's I plugged cool. the power strip in, and then you had four extra USB ports, and the power strip also had two USB ports. So with all that, you know, when I say somebody. Yeah, you can really help people out, and you can charge everything at once. 
And that that's helpful, man. That's that's big time helpful. Right, right. So let's let's talk a little bit about um let's talk about situations we've been in with power supplies. Have you had any like sh- like shady situations or situations where you made a bad choice and <laughs> you either just barely made it out with power for your stuff or didn't? Well, I tell you one of my number one fears is I don't have a paper map and compass. Which, yeah, yeah, I know you should, but a lot of times I'm in an area that I'm familiar with and I just don't bring it. So if that's the case, one of my number one fears is getting turned around out there. Even if I'm familiar with the area, you could still get lost. And then um, your phone dying. (laughs) And then you can't call for help. So my backup, I have my watch, which is a GPS, and I have the Mm -hmm. Garmin inReach on my backpack. So that's like my fail safe, but... Imagine that everything just gets ruined. You know, it's all supposed oh, to be man. waterproof, but it could yeah, put you in a bad I, I spot. Had an iPhone, I had an iPhone X, like back when the iPhone ten first came out. Mm-hmm. I had one, and it died on me. Like, completely died. Had no phone at all. And uh, my buddy, Brian, who was hiking with me, you guys may know him as The Flash. Uh, he's also Carpenter Woodworks, who makes the trail signs and all that kind of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he and I were out doing the shell toe and my phone died and then his phone wouldn't charge anymore. Oh, so we had to get off trail and we both had to go get new phones because it had rained so much that even what little we had of waterproof did not do any good. Um, my phone was never submerged in water. It just literally died from being in my pocket and rain getting to it uh, inside of a raincoat, by the way. And what phone was that? This was the iPhone 10. Yeah, those are supposed to be water resistant, right? Yeah. And like I said, it was never submerged in water. It was always, it was in a pocket, it was in my pocket on my chest in a raincoat. So it was supposed to not get soaked, but it sure did. Sure broke. You got to break out the poor man's GoPro, dude. The little Ziploc bag. I'll tell you, I, I learned a lot that day. And, uh, I, when I know it's going to rain a lot, I have a whole different way I store my phone now. <laughs> have you used whole, these? Whole way. Look, look at, I threw some of them away. I have more. These are all power bricks. Oh, yeah. And I have three more here sitting in front of you, or sitting in front of me. This, this is ridiculous, Jeremiah. Let's see if I can. <laughs> now, how many, I, I didn't buy most of these. I bought a few of them. How many of those were sent to you because of YouTube? Uh, one, but it wasn't sent to me because of YouTube. It was sent to me um, from the CEO of Zolio. Oh, friends in high places. You know, bro, that's how we roll. But uh, this this is the one that, that was sent to me. This is, a, this is by Zendur. And this is my favorite power bank I own. I think this is a 27,000 milliamp. Yeah, 27,000 milliamp battery Holy, bank. Holy, that's for family use on the road trips, ain't it? Dude, this thing is a beast, and I always keep it charged, and I keep it on my desk. Um, I can run my computer off of that. Unbelievable. Um, and a funny story, when I did Pictured Rocks back in 2021, um, I had brought my uh, anchor 20 mil 20,000 milliamp with me to use for the week. Mm-hmm. And I apparently didn't charge it and didn't know it. 
And so I ended up, I had the Zendor with me as a backup just for when I was in the hotel and traveling and all that stuff. I took the 27,000 milliamp on me the whole week. So I had this massive, like, over one pound brick of <laughs> metal. And it's metal encased. So, I mean, this thing is, I mean, it's a tank, dude. And and I took that with me out on, on the trail. Um, and it's not like your typical, like, a lot of your power banks, what they'll do is they'll charge. And then when they're done charging, they basically shut off. Yeah, and I don't like that because then you wake up and your phone is like 86% when it would have been at 100%. No, I mean, once it's at 100%, it, it stops charging. Yeah, well, I have a new phone now, but my old phone, like one of my battery packs, I stopped taking it backpacking because it would charge up in the middle of the night and then the phone would partially die. Maybe it was looking for signal and I should have put an airplane mode or whatever. I'm sure it's partially my fault, but right. it, it killed some of the battery and then I wake up and the battery pack doesn't have enough. I don't have enough milliamp hours stored on the battery pack for me to three nights in a row have to like top it off in the morning and charge the rest of my stuff. Well, I'll tell you the thing that I've learned with my power banks is I, I tend to not charge them overnight anymore and i learned it on that trip what i'll do is as soon as i get to camp i plug my phone in Mm -hmm. and i begin charging my phone and pretty much i i may have to plug it in for during breakfast for a little bit and that's it um but really where i keep i always keep my my electronics near the top of my backpack anyways so i can get to them pretty easy just in case i need something um but I, I've learned if I charge everything before I go to bed, as opposed to having it plugged in all night, my battery bank lasts a whole lot longer. Well, have you tried the wireless charging? Uh, none of my power banks do that. So Okay, look at this one. This this is wireless, and then yeah. like you see it's got kind of like these little rubber things that can go over your phone. So you put yeah, your phone if, on there. If you're looking, if you're not watching the video, Jeremiah's power bank, it has a disc in the middle of it that's a magnetic disc that uh, will charge your phone. It'll probably charge iPhones, Androids, whatever. And then yeah. it's got little rubber things that you can fit over your phone so that your phone sits snug on the uh, charger without falling off. Yeah, and this Which one. Which I got to say, that's always been my fear of wirelessly charging because mostly I'm in a hammock, anyways. Oh, yeah, it's going to slide right off. So, yeah, you've got to have something to hold it in place, or that's just no good. Yeah, my I had to stop doing wireless charge at the house just because I had a cheapy, like, you know, like a $10, $15 uh, wireless charge pad from Walmart. I think it was actually Anchor, though. So I, when I bought it, I was like, it's a pretty good product. Anchor, they make good stuff. I have a bunch of it for backpacking. And then maybe where this iPhone, like, it has such a thick camera that it, it holds it up off the pad. And so it'll it'll say it's charging when I go to sleep, and then I'll wake up and my phone is only gained like three or four percent. So I don't know what that is. Maybe I just need to uh, buy a nicer charge pad. Stop being such a cheapskate, you know. Yeah, I mean you gotta do what you gotta do, man. Yeah, what you gotta you do, do what you gotta do. Well, the big thing I learned, the reason I brought up the the charging times is because this charger, um, it would just run the whole night. And I actually drained this thing faster than I drained a typical 20,000 milliamp charger um, or bank, I should say, because I didn't realize that this thing just continually charges and doesn't cut itself off. Um, so it runs differently than those other ones. 
Well, why didn't they design it to stop? I think because of it wasn't designed to keep things plugged in all night. I think this is one of those things it's it's designed to plug in until it's done charging and you just unplug it. You know what I wish they would do with every power bank is put What's one that? of these one of these little LEDs that tell you like yeah, right now this, this one hundred percent. That's this what I one, want. I, it's like at fifteen percent and I haven't used it in a few months. Um and I think it was a 15% back then because I charged my laptop with it. I think um, they don't do it, though, because it adds weight. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's a lot oh, yeah. more weight to do an LED than it is, like, just a little tiny light that shows 25%, 50%, 75%. Right. So I, I do want to say, like, if you're someone who's looking for, for a power supply of some kind, don't look for cheap. Yeah, and actually that Nightcore one, the one that we are saying don't buy, I looked it up, and I think they're $60. And I was like, gosh. Are they that expensive yeah, now? Yeah, maybe $70. Of course, everything's went up in price, but I'm pretty sure it was like 60 or $70. But the thing about this is, and if you're a backpacking person, you've heard of the Nightcore NU25. It's it's like the, one of the most popular headlamps in the market right now, you know, and they've got the new version of it that's out that people like. Um, Nightcore's got a good reputation for a lot of their stuff, but this thing is a flop, man. I have very few people I've heard that have given this a good review, and uh, I'm one of those people. I just I I don't trust it, and that that's a big deal for me. So I'm gonna say flat out, like, and and I'm not in no way, shape, or form, or either of us sponsored by this brand, but get an anchor charger. They're yeah. safe. That you know they're gonna work. Um, do, do a trusted brand name charger. When I first got ready for Kilimanjaro, I bought a no brand charger. Cause it was like, man, it's only 20 bucks and it's 20,000 milliamps. This will be great. And sure enough, it overheated so much it actually hurt to touch because it got so hot and I ended up having to send it back. And I just was like, no, I'm going to get an anchor because I just couldn't trust it. Well, that gives me the perfect opportunity to tell you about one last battery pack oh please do this is the okupa hand warmer battery pack you can see it's pretty beat up yeah. because i've taken it on a lot of trips but this thing is heavy i think it's only five thousand milliamp hours maybe it's more no it says ten thousand on the back actually my secret pal that we're doing at work got me a new one of these so shout out to them really yeah they got me a new one because we do this every year at work, and you put, like, your interest, your hobbies, favorite color, what not to get, et cetera. And we do, like, a little gift every month. You and put your sign, you know, yeah. like you're Sagittarius. Oh, I've never done my sign on there. I don't even <laughs> know what my sign is. But uh, they got me uh, a new one of these that I'm going to take out on the trail. The thing is, though, these things can get so hot it'll burn you, especially, like, where the – you can see it's silver there. That's where the rubber yeah. has worn off. And um, oh, wow. where that silver is exposed, it can really get hot because it's lacking the insulation there. So I, I probably need to throw this thing in the trash, but it's 10,000 milliamp hours and it will charge your devices. So I think, I think that's, well, and that's, that's legit. It's got a USB. That you could talk about what is your, what is your opinion on, on solar, solar banks? Uh, well, I, I don't feel like I live in a region where, 
they're applicable for me. Like every Lucy Lantern I've had doesn't charge solar. Every battery pack. I even, I had one and I hung it on the outside of my backpack and just walked with it like that on my first backpacking trip. And we're doing a section on the AT through the Smokies, and that's like Green Tunnel. So I would say... Green Tunnel the whole way. Yeah, unless you live somewhere where you're going to have direct sunlight a lot, maybe like um, somewhere out in the desert, or I I know California, they get a ton of sun, Florida, you know, maybe those kind of areas, solar would be better. But I'm not big on the solar in general. I don't think that it's a, a great a great method of harvesting energy. I mean, it's a great method of harvesting energy, but the technology is not there to store the energy yet effectively. That's what I was going to say. The technology is not the best yet, and I have yet to see good solar charging that doesn't weigh an insane amount of weight. Yeah, give it 50 Um, years, and I'm sure it'll be top of the line, and it'll be like the bee's knees. But right now, it's not cost-effective in my opinion. Right. Now, one little little, uh, charging hack that I'll give you guys that I think is useful. Um, if you take like a flex tail uh, pump or one of those kinds of things with you, uh, what a lot of people don't realize is those also work as a small charger. So you can take those and actually, if you say you're you're on the last day of your trip, you've, you've still got three or four miles before you get into the trail and your phone's about to die. If you pull out that pump and plug that into your phone, you can actually charge your phone from the pump and, uh, probably get yourself an extra couple hours of uh, phone time out of that, which can, can really help in a pinch. And uh, I know a lot of people who use those flex tail pumps. I know I've got one. Um, I don't know if you use them or not, Jeremiah, but uh, I don't like having to blow up an air mattress when I get to camp after hiking all day. So I'd prefer to bring a pump. And also in the wintertime for lighting a fire, those things are awesome. Just to have oh, something yeah. that can blow some some air on those embers when it's when it's cold out, and you're just trying to get a fire going. Those things are fantastic for that. So um, any of those pumps like that, Flextail's not the only company that does them. They're just the one that I I know personally I use. Um, but they have the ability to do some charging as well, which is really nice. Yeah, Notcore actually, when they sent me this little carbon fiber or whatever that we've been harping on, they also sent me their new pump. I haven't taken it out of the box yet. I haven't tried it. Yes. Oh, uh, wow. Typically, I use the Nemo Tensor, and it has an air-up bag. So, like, two and a half breaths, you know, or three and a half. Then my pump is, I mean, my uh, the air sac, it's only one breath, and that pumps up about right. a third of the pad. Right. So, two or three breaths, and you, you're aired up. So, I don't really take the other one. But my wife takes it on every single trip that we go on together. And when I showed I it to it. her, she was like, oh, this is wonderful. So, and it's a little lantern too. So like she'll put it up in the top of the tent or you can hang it on your ridge line. And then you have a little lantern, a little night light. Jeremiah, I'm not touched by what you're saying as far as like it's making me cry, but <laughs> my heater, like I'm in my garage doing this, right? Uh-huh. And for some reason, my heater is blowing directly into my eye. So my eye has been watering the entire time we've been sitting here. So I keep rubbing my <laughs> eye. And I'm sure people are watching going, man, John just loves power banks. He loves them so much it touches him to the point of tears. That is not it. Um, oh, look at mine. Got, oh, it's, it's man, it's like blowing right into my eye, and so my eye has been watering this entire time. And you're telling the story about your wife. I'm going. Oh, oh. <laughs> you see my eye? Look at this. I'm I'm in direct line with the sun. The sun <laughs> is setting at my house, 
And like you can see with the, the blinds. The spots on your blinds. Yeah, that's shining in, those little spots on my blinds. So the whole time we've been recording, I've been dodging this. Sorry if it's distracting everybody. <laughs> it's more distracting to me, I promise, because I have, you know, God's energy shining directly into my eyes. Directly into your eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I, you know, I, I, didn't, I can't believe it. We just talked 40 minutes on power banks. But the truth is, like, in all seriousness, uh, Make sure if you're going to get a power bank, get one you trust. Yeah, I have tried, I've tried probably dozens of of power banks over the years, even before I was backpacking. And I do, uh, I do video work on the side, um, just freelance video stuff that I'm going and doing all the time. And power banks are just important. And if you're going to take one out in the back country where it's all you've got, make sure you've got something you trust. Don't take something out there that. In two days' time, you're going to be wondering what the heck did I do, um, and I'm just going to tell you. And I and I love Nightcore. And if they hear this and they want to like talk to us about it and figure out what the problem is, do not buy this. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Don't buy it. Uh, don't buy it. Don't spend your money on it. Don't trust it. Um, and you're welcome. That's that's what I got to say. Yes. And I think Jeremiah would probably agree with me on that. Yeah. And I'll say one last thing too. Uh, get something with the quick charge. Like the output? Yeah. Yeah. For real. Yeah, definitely do that. And especially for if you're long trail hiking, uh, make sure you you put – fork some money out for the power. Fork, just fork out the money for it. Like if you have to leave a, a couple weeks later than you wanted to because you had to raise some extra money to buy it, buy it. Because I'm telling you, if if an emergency happens and you can't charge your – whether you're using a Garmin InReach or a Zolio or a phone or whatever it is you're using as your – is your term for uh, or your item for emergency contacts? Mm. Make sure you can charge that thing because it's no good to you dead. Yep, totally agree. So Jeremiah, what you got going on this week? Uh, well, this episode, I actually I'm just getting home as this episode is dropping right now. So future Jeremiah, I hope you had a great time on your trip. Hope you had plenty of fun, and I hope everybody has a Merry Christmas because this is the last time you'll hear from us until, uh, what, December the 27th. So Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. And on the next episode, we'll tell you Happy New Year. Yeah, and I think we'll be doing some uh, on-location uh, filming next week. Oh, yeah. Am I right about that? We'll be filming together. Yep, we'll be putting out some episodes where we are actually in the same room. Also, uh, I seen Jacob Poucher commented on the last video, and he's like, "Why don't you all live stream the episodes where you don't have a guest?" And I basically just told him like it's easier this way, you know. We, yeah, we live stream and honestly, for months. Sometimes, yeah, and honestly, sometimes uh, I'm ADD, man. Like clinically ADHD. Like, <laughs> yeah, I've been. I am a diagnosed. Like yeah, it's not yeah. one of those things where I just say that is like offhanded. I I am diagnosed adult ADHD. When we do a live stream, if we're going to try and stay on task, it's not happening. It's really hard <laughs> for me. So when we do things like this, it's, it's just good to do them like this. Um, it's just, it's just, it's just a little bit easier for me to stay on task. Jeremiah, on the other hand, is a teacher. He's got a good I attention could, span. I could stay on task. He's a more mature adult, <laughs> even though I'm older than him by like 20 years. Um, but still, yeah, that, that's why we do it. So Jacob, I'm sorry. We probably won't live stream these 
but the live stream's coming back in February, so be ready. Yeah. It's going to be fun. And, you know, we have had a pop-up live stream in the past whenever we were filming on-site in person, so you never know what's going to happen. I'm not predicting anything, but just here for a good time. Hopefully everybody's enjoying and uh, having a, a happy holidays and Merry Christmas. Well, and, and this episode is episode one, number 194, which means in February we will be celebrating 200 episodes of the backpacking podcast. Yeah. How about that one, Jeremiah? Yeah. 200 episodes. And I think we need to probably plan to make out a big one. Yeah, that sounds good. And I got to say, um, they'll just continue to get better. Hopefully those first 200 are our worst 200 episodes and every single Absolutely. one is better. Yep. I hope this one's the best one we've ever done and the worst one moving forward. <laughs> I, yeah. Every time, <laughs> every time. So for myself and Jeremiah, thanks so much for tuning in, guys. We will catch you on the next one. Adios, folks.